welcome to episode seven of Criminality. Um, Rebecca's giving me the nod, so I'm already off to a good start. Criminality, because loving reality isn't a crime. Nailed it. I did it. Did it. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was actually nodding because I'm like, oh, seven. Okay, cool. She says so. <laughs> it gave me the confidence to continue. So good. really, that that's all I needed. Uh, how are you doing, Rebecca? We've had two weeks since our last episode, right? I know. Too long. Two weeks too long. Um, I'm doing well. It's a beautiful day. It's going to be like Florida temps today, 80. So we're, no, Melissa's like, we're, we're that 90s. Not, okay. We're 90s so that today. makes sense. If but we've, I get it. I if get we've it, yeah. peaked, but I don't really love 80 in April, but I'm not going to complain about it. Um, the sun is shining. It feels so good. Yeah. New York is blooming and it gives me hope. So I'm yeah. good. I feel hopeful. <laughs> That's the perfect way to be. Yeah, we're like at the point already where you're just like cursing under your breath whenever you stand outside and you already know you can't wear your hair down anymore. Like those days are gone, long gone. So you're just looking wow. for water sources and AC <laughs> and that's all that's all there is. So you don't get like much of a spring in Florida. No, but let me tell you, the three days we have are magical. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. I mean, things are blooming, but then things next to them are dying because it's too hot. I always talk about weather. Why do I do that? I brought that? it up. I started it. It's not oh, interesting, sorry. but I can't help it because it changes so much in New York. It affects my mood. Maybe it's it seasonal does. affective disorder. I don't know officially, but I am deeply affected by it. So if we talked last week, we'd be having a very different conversation. Oh yeah. So yeah, I'm just, I'm feeling like light because mm-hmm. literally I feel the sunshine. So yeah. No, it really – I remember hearing about seasonal affective disorder the first time, and I was like, huh, is that a real thing? And then it's cloudy, and I'm like, why do I want to stay in my bed all the time? <laughs> stay in my bed. It's For me, it's it's like a little darker. <laughs> <laughs> stay in my head, bed and eat Domino's just off of my chest, just throwing it off my clothes Yeah, and that's, that's getting you know. closer. Getting yeah. closer. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. Okay, Rebecca, we don't have any real announcements, anything like that going on. Um, I did want to mention before we started this episode that I'm going to briefly mention eating disorders. If this is a sensitive topic for you, please take care while listening. So Rebecca, you have no idea what I'm talking about this week. None at all. I can't even imagine what it might be. (laughs) Well, uh, buckle up. So my three clues were France, which... It was very generous that I used that as a clue. Um, the other one was twin. Yeah. And the third was rapper. Well, I'm just trying to think of a rapper who's a twin and nobody came to mind. Well, don't do that because that is not the <laughs> way I went down this rabbit hole. Okay, well, please put me out of my misery. You'll get there. Okay, Rebecca. Hello, Rebecca. We are going to be talking about a lady who is a reality star, daughter of a celebrity, actress, mom, and a woman who eventually found her endless love. By the end of this topic, I hope you'll be dancing on the ceiling with joy once we've discussed the less than simple life of Nicole Richie. Like, I know it's not Whitney Houston, and yet I want to say (laughs) Whitney Houston. Oh, gosh. I think Lionel Richie was dancing on the ceiling. I have it in bold, which means it's a song title. (laughs) Yeah, it it is. But um, I don't know which one of those made me go to Whitney. But um, oh, my gosh, this is good. Yeah. Wait, who's, what's the twin? I'll wait okay. for it. Okay. I'll wait for yeah, it. Yeah, it's coming. It ain't her, but it's coming. And oh France my gosh. again. Yeah. I'm glad I pulled one over on you. Oh, Yay. big time. Big time. So excited. Yeah. So we know Nicole Richie as the daughter of legendary crooner Lionel Richie, but what you might not have known is how she became a Richie. And if you're thinking it's because Lionel and his wife got it on 
all night long. <laughs> well, how dare you? This is not that kind of show. And also, that's my last Lionel Richie title. Oh, I was so just going to say, how many Richie reference song lyrics are we going to get? I knew, like, I have, like, a small window of time where people will tolerate <laughs> it. And then after that, they're going to be like, I can't do this anymore. I just, I can't take it. Nicole actually came into the Richie family in a much more interesting way. In 1983, Lionel Richie was attending a Prince concert. And so while he's there, he sees this little two-year-old girl standing next to Prince with a tambourine and is just joyful, happy, playing this tambourine. And he's just said, she immediately catches my eye. And so Lionel played with her for a little bit. And then he asked, you know, who whose daughter is this? And he found out that her parents were a man named Peter Escovito, who was a musician and the brother of singer Sheila E. You know Sheila E. Yes. Like I know Sheila E. in the sense that I know she's associated with Prince. I don't I don't know her that well, to be quite honest. Same, same. But yeah. I would know the name. I know who you're talking right. about. Right. Peter is Sheila E.'s brother. And the girl's mother was Karen Moss, who was the assistant to Sheila E. So if you don't know those names, minus Sheila E., that's okay. They're not, you know, giant superstars that you you would have heard at some point, really. So this little girl's name, though, is Nicole Camille Escovito. Aww. And yeah, and later Lionel said, you know, he feels like it was a chance meeting, but when he meets her, he plays with her, asks who her parents are, and then he kind of just puts it out of his head. He doesn't think anymore about it. But the music community is really small, and Lionel learns that this couple is having difficulties. She's on tour with her mom and dad. You know, she's going from place to place, doesn't have a lot of stability, and the parents are having a really difficult, you know, time in their relationship. So he says he doesn't know exactly how the conversation came up. He doesn't remember, but he speaks to his wife, and they decide to ask if they could help with Nicole temporarily while her parents get on their feet. So it makes sense to everyone in this situation because uh, Lionel can provide stability. He's on the road a lot. His wife will be home. And they know Sheila E. They're good friends with her. So it's, it's a close enough family situation that this isn't, you know, out of nowhere. So Nicole goes to live with the Richies for what was supposed to be a really temporary period. And they end up becoming her legal guardians. Unfortunately, things don't really get better with her mom and dad, her birth mom and dad. And so by the time she's nine years old, she is adopted by Lionel and his then wife, Brenda Harvey. And that's when she changes her name officially to Nicole Ritchie. Wow, I had no idea. Yeah, I, I feel like this is one of those stories where I knew a tiny, tiny piece of it, but I knew she was adopted, but I didn't know the whole background of it, which yeah. is really fascinating to me. So Sheila E. writes in her biography that really the hardest time in this whole thing is whenever Nicole's name changes. Then mm -hmm. it's like she's no longer a part of their family. She is, but, you know, when that name changes, that was just a really hard time for everyone. And I, I totally get how that would be. Sure. Rebecca, I should have asked you this before. What is your relationship to Nicole Richie? Are you a Nicole head? I would <laughs> not say I'm a Nicole head. I find her super watchable and interesting right? she's funny very and she evolves so much she had such an evolution right like simple life I love it Nicole Richie and then when she's a judge on Project Runway very different Nicole Richie's right? and I appreciate it. she like matured grew up but I know she was like a wild child so I don't know I just she's very compelling but um not a Nicole head <laughs> no <laughs> maybe by the end of this you will be I might we'll, be we'll make a bunch of Nicole stands that's the word I should have that's said. Nicole stands <laughs> We're I'm cool. about we 10 know. years too old for that one. <laughs> yes. 
So whenever she's been adopted, Lionel and Nicole actually have a few interviews. He talks about how difficult this time was for Nicole because Lionel's going on the road. So every time he would leave, she would have a really hard time, you know, thinking he was gone forever. And you can see how that could happen, you know. And so it took a while for her to really let her guard down with her dad. And he just said, spoke about how that was really kind of a hard time, that she was kind of a hard kid at first. And then eventually she accepted that he would come back. Being the daughter of a celebrity, though, would be hard on anyone. Lola, Nicole, anyone. (laughs) Yes, in some ways very hard. In some ways probably pretty awesome. Uh, Yeah, exactly. But Nicole seemed to really revel in it. She's really witty and smart, and she always seemed destined for the spotlight. Even whenever Lionel sees her for the first time, she's just, you know, a little star, really. So when Nicole's a teenager, unfortunately, Lionel and Brenda, her adoptive parents, go through this really bad divorce. Very messy. Hashtag messy. I I, I should have come up with a better hashtag, but it was not good. Because Lionel had been cheating on Brenda with a woman by the name of Diane Alexander, and he and Diane eventually got married, um, and they divorced as well in 2004. It was with Diane, though, that Lionel had two kids, one of which, first of all, looks like Drake, and I thought it was Drake. <laughs> I didn't write his name down, but I Googled it, and I was like, what, Drake? Just, I couldn't figure it out. That's how little I know about Drake as well. And the other one is Sophia Ritchie, better known as the 18-year-old that dated Scott Disick that isn't Amelia Gray. Oh, my gosh. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just saw a three-image lineup of Amelia Gray, who you just said, Sophia Ritchie, and Kourtney Kardashian, and it was like, Scott Disick has a type, and yeah, yeah. he does. Oh, <laughs> I mean, man. when you put them all next to each other, it was... Right. Yeah. Interesting. So during this time after their divorce, uh, Nicole decided to live with her mom, Brenda, her adoptive mom, Brenda. At this time, she enrolls her in a posh L.A. private school that was home to some other celebrity kids, including Paris and Nikki Hilton. Man, it's so weird how all the reality shows kind of converge It's all the same people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a Kevin Bacon, but the middle person is Kyle, you know? (laughs) Kyle truly is the epicenter of all of the people. Even to Bethany Frankel. Like, I know. Yeah. She was an assistant, right? Yeah, Bethany like drove the Hilton kids around and like was like kind of assistant nannying for them. Can you imagine? Like she has <laughs> so much power now, but then she had to be like more quiet and timid and oh, I'd pay for but that. But do you think she was? I don't know. But do you think that Kathy, little Kathy, would put up with it if she was Right, right, right. Yeah, maybe Kathy Hilton, I, I maybe she would not tolerate someone she employs right. acting like the boss, right? right. Nicole was and really is a free spirit who's always a life at the party. And it was during this time at this school that she begins using fake IDs to get into clubs and develops a little bit of a party girl rep. She said she was experimenting with drugs during high school. And by the time she was 21, she said she had even dabbled in heroin. Ugh. Yeah, really sad. Nicole even had some legal trouble, which is why we are talking about her today. So in 2002, she was arrested for a fight she was involved in in a nightclub in New York City. Do you know any tea on this? Because I can't find a word about this. No, definitely not. But I did watch the Paris Hilton documentary recently. And Uh Paris had a fake ID and was running those same clubs. I I don't know if it was Uh. them that got in a fight, but I'm sure it was the same club, same era. Yeah. Kyle Richards adjacent, possibly. (laughs) Yes. Yes. 
<laughs> yeah. So the charges are dropped and you really can't find anything on it. I, I looked around and everything was just like those two sentences. Okay. But in 2003, things take a more serious turn and she's arrested this time in Malibu where she did not have a driver's license, real or fake, and was in possession of heroin. Eesh. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. After this arrest, Nicole talks to her dad and says, you know, hey, I need some help. And he seemed to be a really great dad. He cancels all of his tour dates and says, me and your mom who don't get along are going to do whatever we can to get you help, which I thought was really great. Yeah. So Nicole's really kind of floundering at this point and doesn't have any real direction, but it wouldn't take long before she becomes a star in her own right. Back in 2003, reality TV was really heating up and some of our best shows come out you know, during this time, we, you just remember like there's something on every night, just garbage, just so much garbage for our yep. eyes, Rebecca. It, it was, was just, a good year. What a great time to be alive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so everyone's looking for the next big show. And the producers at Fox have this, I think it ended up being a really great idea. They think, let's go back to the basics. Let's go back to TV shows that worked back in the 60s and 70s, but let's make them reality. So the idea for The Simple Life, you probably won't be surprised to know this, was inspired by Green Acres. Yep. See, I didn't know that, but it makes total sense. I think I vaguely remember even promo images of the two of them posing like the two main characters of oh, Green Acres. yeah. With, with like pitchfork and, and the... one overall down. Yep. 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 Yeah. I don't know why the overall down is like <laughs> in my brain, but... You okay, love your Melissa. overalls, as uh, do I. I do, Yeah. <laughs> But if you don't remember Green Acres, you're definitely under 35 or you didn't grow up in my house where Green Acres was the place to be. So the idea of Green Acres is this privileged rich woman played by Zsa Zsa Gabor, which makes two episodes I've mentioned Zsa Zsa Gabor. Wow. You're really resurrecting her uh, her profile. Yeah. That's two more times since she's been mentioned in all of 2021. Yes. Exactly. So Zsa Gabor in the show moves uh, from New York to a farm. What I would uh, imagine Rebecca moving to Florida would be like. That's that would be show worthy. (laughs) Yeah, it's you know, it's a totally different life. They're living on this farm. The woman fights it. The husband loves it. Comedy ensues. So that's basically the whole premise. So the producers of Fox thought it would be a really great idea to do this, but with a celebrity angle. So they thought. Bring some celebrities to this rural area, take take away their phones, take away their cars, take away their money, and let them see what it's like to live like ordinary people, which is kind of offensive. <laughs> I mean, completely. <laughs> but I love it. It's great TV, but it is kind of like, oh, you think my life is terrible? I didn't know to think my life was terrible. The sun exactly. shines out. We've got that. <laughs> I think maybe the only reason it worked is that at different points in most of the episodes, you laugh at both parties. Absolutely. The joke wasn't always on the normal people. It was often on the girls. I think more often than not, it was on More often than not. Exactly. Right. Exactly. It made it super fun. The original idea was to take a celebrity family and move them to the South. Yeah. But they realized this would be pretty difficult. And I... I don't know. I guess they were just like, we don't have that kind of money. I'm not sure. Rebecca, what families would you like to see cast in a Simple Life remake? That's such a good question. Would they be like an existing reality family? They can be. They can be. Yeah. Why would I mention like my friends, the Smiths? Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, definitely people Uh, we've heard of, please, for this. 
podcast episode, My Rebecca. cousin Dana. <laughs> okay. um, how about one of the Jersey families Ooh. moved Ooh. down south? Yeah. That's a, that's a real culture clash. That would be. Um, particularly, who would we most want to see down there? I'm going to say Jennifer Aiden's family because <gasps> I want to see her kids in that environment. I want to, yeah. I would, and, and Bill yes. could have a practice in the South. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, imagine but, all the work he would have. Exactly. The Aiden's. Yeah. Oh, the Aiden's. Well, that's a good one. I was thinking low hands just because I want to see them fight in like a pigsty. I, I don't know why <laughs> that's, that's something that comes to my brain. Even Lisa Rinna. Imagine Lisa Rinna if she can't do a TikTok video on her husband who never wants her even there. Have you seen right. those videos where she's dancing, like twerking on him and he's just cooking and like could not be bothered with her? I, it's like she's not even there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is like a toddler looking for attention. It's so difficult. To, I would love it. I'll watch I mean, it a million I, times. It's not that hard to watch. Yeah, because yeah. I keep watching. Yeah, no, Rinna would be good. Rinna would be good. Rinna would be good. Yeah. But- Either way, they decide not to go with us. Sorry, that was a long rabbit trail, but they decide not to do that and they decide to go in a different direction. So during this time that they're trying to figure out who are we going to use, Paris Hilton is actually at Fox auditioning for other things. She's looking to get into acting. Mm -hmm. And so she meets with one of the departments at Fox looking for some acting ideas or, you know, getting an acting spot. And this talent agent that meets her thinks she's really real and raw and able to make fun of herself or, you know, not really take herself too seriously. And they talk to the other department. They talk to the development department and basically say, I think we have somebody for you. You should do this show with Paris Hilton. And so Paris and Nicole were offered to star in The Simple Life. Just kidding. It wasn't that easy. I can't wait to hear the details. <laughs> so when I mentioned Paris and Nicole here, I'm actually referring to Paris and Nikki Hilton. Producers originally thought the sisters would be great at this, uh, but Nikki, not interested in any of this. Which, did you hear the thing where Nikki was on a podcast? It might have been Nikki and Paris when they found out their mom was going to be on the Beverly Hills? No. I almost said Beverly Hillbillies. Um, whenever they found out Kathy was going to be on it, they basically said, we're hearing rumors that you're going to do it. Don't do it. You don't even watch the show. And she had already, she was already on at that point. Oh, that Didn't is tell them. so funny. Nikki is definitely the camera shy one. Right. And I don't blame her. There's a lot of pictures from the early 2000s I wouldn't want to be involved in. And she stayed Absolutely. out of yep. Yeah. So Nikki's not interested. And they decide, you know, Paris is saying, I'll do it on my own. And they're like, no, we want this to be a duo, which genius. I think that mm -hmm. is really great. So Paris allegedly asked a few of her friends, including Kimberly Stewart, daughter of musician Rod Stewart, yep. and sister to Sean, who is the ex-lover of who in this world is Adrian Maloof. Do you remember whenever Sean and Adrian dated? No. Oh, my gosh. Right no. after the breakup with Paul and Adrian – she started dating Sean Stewart. I think I blocked this out. I think he blocked it out. I think she blocked it out. Ugh. I think pages have been taken down on the internet, but it definitely happened with that oh tinseled, tinsel hair beauty started dating um, Sean Stewart. So weird. I'll never let that go. Uh, <laughs> and she also allegedly wanted, okay, I don't know if this one's true, Band-Aid heiress. I want to say Harris, Band-Aid heiress Casey Johnson as her oh. sidekick for the show. Apparently, she hasn't done anything because, I mean, that I, in the reality world, I have not no. heard 
Yeah, not a household name. Not, no, no relation to Kyle at this point. So <laughs> That we know of. <laughs> yeah, probably two degrees. So for one reason or another, it didn't work out, and eventually the duo became Paris and her former classmate, Nicole Richie. Love it. You don't always have to be first choice, you know? No, no. She was definitely further down on the line. And it, it does hurt to kind of be like, she was like, really? Can I just do it by myself? No. How about this person or this person? I know. Band-aids? Are you interested in band-aids? Because she's here. <laughs> what about the guy that invented alcohol wipes? I can find his daughter. Post-its. Know? Post-its. Where's post-its. that guy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Fox pulls out their big guns and they hire Buna Murray to produce this show. Am I saying that right? Is it Buna Murray? That's how I would say it. Okay. I know one of them passed away and I don't want to be disrespectful, but we're going with Buna Murray if they want to write to us, they can. So Buna Murray is the name behind huge shows like The Real World. Keeping up with the Kardashians, didn't realize that was theirs. I don't know why. No, I thought it was Seacrest's production company. I think he has some, but, I mean, I know he has something to do with it, but I think. But yeah, they must be the bigger supporting yeah, bankroll. It's on their website for sure. Yeah, I believe you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as well as everyone's favorite reality show that was shot in Mykonos starring a ginger starlet, Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. Right. Did wow. you see any of that? It's a hit. That was a hit. Yeah. That one was not great. Wasn't uh, I just the, the the dance, you know, that's what we got from that oh, one. That's the dance, all... the dance scene around the world. It is so good. And you can't even replicate it as a bad dancer. I can't even do enough bad things to be able to do it. And that was hard for me. I thought I could really nail a dance. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this will be my one. Yeah. Shot. <laughs> so production on The Simple Life began 18 years ago to the day we're recording this. Production started May 2nd, 2003. That's crazy. It's crazy that it was 18 years ago, and it's crazy that we're recording this today. I know. I You planned it. <laughs> I did plan it. I've got my life so organized. I've Googled all these things. You know, it's just my murder board, different things going on. Totally. Great. Yeah. This was not I have to chance. add that to my list of criteria when researching must record on day of original yeah. release date. Wow. I, okay. Thanks, Melissa. <laughs> there's really no pressure there, but we will not record it if you do. If you don't. <laughs> Perfect. So Paris and Nicole end up, you know, starting this show and they end up moving in with the leading family in Altus, Arkansas. And really comedy gold really was born there. The duo shares many ridiculous moments, including Paris seemingly never even hearing of a Walmart because she asked if that's where people buy walls. I remember. I have a question. Do they have Walmart in New York? Is that a stupid question? It's not a stupid question. Not in New York City. Okay. Um, but in New York State and okay. suburbs outside, yes. Okay. But Walmart's not like a go-to Yeah. in the five boroughs. But obviously, I'm from New Jersey. I know about Walmart. Yeah. Um, we have Targets in the city, but no oh, okay. Walmarts. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, who said you didn't learn anything? <laughs> Cue the shooting star. The more you know. <laughs> so the show was a huge success for Fox, and it produced several seasons. But like all good things, this was not meant to last. Rebecca, I'm going to send you a clip from here. I want you to see if you know who the person in this clip is. That's the key here. It's a little different. And so, Rebecca, from this clip, tell me if you notice, uh, if you know who the other, the third girl in this scene is. Third girl. I'm so excited. I love clips. Okay. How old are you? 32. Do you have kids? Uh, one. Uh, Where's the mom? She's in Texas. So you're married? Yeah, I'm married. Wait, what are you here for? I mean, I have a guess, but it doesn't make sense age-wise at all. 
Oh, please guess. We are open to guesses. I mean, I'm getting Katie Mahoney vibes, oh. but it can't be her. <laughs> it's not Katie Mahoney. It is a K. And this person also has a music symbol in their, oh, not a music, a dollar sign symbol in their name. Kesha? Kesha. That is Kesha. Okay, now I see it. Now, okay, not Katie Mahoney. <laughs> That's weird. It is, right? And that that was unexpected. I know. I was surprised too whenever I went through and I saw some clip of her like watching that, you know, years later. But yeah, it's a really, I don't know. Bizarre. Like you never know who you're going to find in these old shows. Like they're like little Easter eggs. Yeah, absolutely. So the show was not going to last forever. And the idea for this fourth season they, you know, are pitching it to Paris and Nicole and say, we're going to bring you guys to Hawaii, which I don't understand how that's going to be simple, yeah. really. Um, but at this point, there's rumors circling that Paris and Nicole are no longer friends. Right. And Rebecca, do you remember the infamous quote? It's no big secret that Nicole and I are no longer friends. Nicole knows what she did. And that's all I'm ever going to say about it. Yes, I sure do. Like Sheena Shea, I just want to get that tattooed on my arm. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <It's> deep. <laughs> so the thing is, though, we don't know. Tell Never us, Never found out. Right. This is the 2000s version of the Alanis Morissette song, You Oughta Know. And we all yeah. think it's Dave Coulier. <laughs> but when you listen to the lyrics, you pray to God that it wasn't Dave Coulier she's singing about. Because then how do you watch Full House ever again with that being your image of Dave Coulier? Cut it out. Well, now between that and Lori Loughlin, we have even fewer reasons to be able to watch it and feel good about it. I know. Factor is back as a sponsor of Criminality, and I couldn't be happier. Here is one of my favorite things about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. They're perfect year-round in all seasons. I loved having Factor meals in the winter when it was so cold and so miserable to go out, and I was happier to stay inside and heat up my factor meal and get a warm meal. But now that it's spring and warming up outside, I'm revving up my fitness routine. So I don't want to do takeout as much. I certainly don't want to cook or grocery shop. And I'm more conscious about what I'm eating. Another perfect season and reason to get factor meals delivered. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to eat in two minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of over 35 options, including popular options like the one I get, which is calorie smart, but you can also do keto, protein plus, or vegan and veggie. Also, it's not just meals. They have more than 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunches, snacks, beverages, all kinds of things to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. Head to factormeals.com slash criminality50 and use code criminality50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code criminality50 at factormeals.com slash criminality50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Spring is bursting with fresh energy. The air, our aspirations, and even our homes get a refreshing makeover. And what better time to revamp your home security with Simply Safe? It's our top choice and for good reason. Praised as the best home security system for 2024 by US News and World Report and recognized by Newsweek for its exceptional customer service, Simply Safe has you covered. From break-ins to fires and floods, its comprehensive sensors keep your entire home safeguarded. I also love that with the cameras I have in my house, I can 
be gone, not be able to get a hold of a kid and simply go on to one of the cameras and look around the room and see my kid is there and safe, but just ignoring me as, you know, kids will do sometimes. And with a range of indoor and outdoor cameras, you can keep a vigilant eye on your property around the clock. For less than a dollar a day, you can enjoy 24-7 professional monitoring, ensuring prompt emergency responses for whenever you need it. Plus, Simply Safe's monitoring agents can intervene in real time, deterring intruders with the power of voice through wireless indoor cameras. But the best part is there's no long-term commitment, and you have a generous 60-day money-back guarantee. So why not give Simply Safe a try? If it doesn't exceed your expectations, simply return it for a full refund. Simply Safe has given us and our listeners real peace of mind. We want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com/criminality. That's simplysafe.com/criminality. There's no safe like Simply Safe. So, um, but yeah, we don't ever find that out, do we? Or did you? Well, it's rumored, Rebecca, that okay. when Paris hosted Saturday Night Live, which that was its own thing, uh, Nicole yeah. was at a viewing party and she played part of Paris's sex tape for the audience that was there. So I can see why Paris would not only not want to be friends with her, but also not want to say what it was. Of course. Why bring more light onto that? Right. Um, if she did that, that is, that's pretty bad. Yeah, no, it was, it's terrible if that actually did happen. You can see how, you know, she would be like, I don't want to work with her anymore. This is terrible. Get me the Band-Aid girl. Of course. As they say, though, the show must go on and Fox still wanted more seasons. So Paris tells him, can't work with Nicole and really was telling anyone who would listen in the media, you know, that she was going to be working with Kimberly Stewart, which I don't know why she rides so hard for Kimberly Stewart, but she does. Um, but apparently Fox must not have been a huge fan of Kimberly Stewart because once again, they were like not doing it. And Paris and Nicole do one more season together, but the show and their friendship tanked really. And yeah. uh, Fox decided not to renew The Simple Life. One rumor that was kind of interesting is that uh, at the time, Nicole was dating DJ AM. Do you remember him? Adam Goldstein? Yeah, yeah. sure. And so Adam Goldstein and – oh, I can bring this back to Kyle. Wait, can I? Adam Goldstein was in the airplane crash with Travis Barker, who's now dating Courtney oh Kardashian, who – I don't know how to get it to Kyle from there. I'm sure you could do – oh, is – mom is best friends with Kathy, whose sister's with Kyle, right? Did I do it? Chris Jenner? Yeah. Best friends with Kyle. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. We but also Faye okay. Resnick with Jenner. The morally corrupt the Faye dad. Resnick. Yeah. She was best friends with Nicole Brown Simpson, who is best friends with, she was in the circle with Chris Jenner. Right. Do you ever That's think- That's related, right? Yeah. Do you ever think like, wow, I have a lot of useless things in my brain because just watching us unpack that was- it's why I started a true crime trivia show. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, where do I put all this? I, I love it here. I know. I know. Um, it's got to get out. But wait, I feel like we're in the beginning stages of creating a board game <laughs> or an app or like some six degrees of Kyle. Wait, Richard's TM, game. TM, TM, TM. This is yeah, ours. Yeah, yeah. It's ours. Back off. <laughs> I don't know how TMs work, but I feel like if you say it on a podcast, it's ours. hundred percent. Right? It's our IP. Yeah. Uh, it's on the vision board. I'll put it on the vision, vision board, board immediately. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. So so she's dating DJ AM at the time and it's rumored to be maybe Paris was putting this out there or something that she and DJ AM who were engaged at the time were possibly going to get a newlyweds type of show and kind oh. of like that's her parting gift to not do the simple life anymore. 
Oh, wow. But I didn't see anything else about that. So I, you know, obviously mm. nothing came from that. I would watch a Nicole Richie show. But, you know, obviously everything that happened with him ended up being super dark and, you know, sad. So it's hard to hard to think uh, what that would have looked like. Right. So during her time on the show, though, many noticed and commented on Nicole's weight fluctuation. And this is something she commented on, quite frankly. Uh, when her dad saw all the attention the media was giving it, he had a really honest conversation with her and wanted to get her help, whatever she was really needing. And that's whenever she stepped away from things and she sought treatment. So back to the legal part of our show. As far as arrests go, Nicole unfortunately still has one more to go. So Ooh. yeah, on December 11th, 2006, Nicole was arrested after driving in the carpool lane the wrong way. Do you remember this? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. But but yikes. Yeah. So drivers in the area call 911. This is in California. And they report this black Mercedes SUV is going the wrong direction. And so she's luckily pulled over before anything happens. She, she's so pulled scary. over. Yeah. As she's turning around. And the she tells the officers, I'm following my friend and I got lost. So when the officers are there, it's just her. There's no friend. There's no other car that came back. You know, it's just her. So she fails the field sobriety test and tells officers that she had taken Vicodin and um, had marijuana earlier. So she's booked on misdemeanor DUI and posts $15,000 bail. But this was a serious offense because she already had a DUI. So she was facing up to 10 years in jail. Ultimately, though... She was sentenced to four days in jail, but only ended up serving 82 minutes behind bars. You remember that? Oy. They were yes. all arrested around the same time, right? Paris, Nicole, Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Maybe. Yeah, all yeah. of them. It was all around the same time. And they all, if they got sentences, it was like long enough to go in and take their fingerprints and come out. It was almost like a formality. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But at this time, at the time of her trial, Nicole is seen with her then boyfriend, a twin, Joel Madden. Okay. Yeah. Is Benji the other? Yeah, Benji, who is married okay. to Cameron Diaz. Hillary. Oh, nope, not Hillary. Cameron Duff. Diaz. She like <laughs> Why left did I think Hillary Duff? I don't maybe Oh, you know what? No, she did dated date? them. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Okay. I remember one so article I read. He does. Where she, like she was at a a photo shoot and she was playing Good Charlotte. And I just I don't know why that's stuck in another thing that just sticks in my head. Why? Why can't I ever remember how many ounces are in a cup? Why? I don't know, but I can remember <laughs> Hillary Duff photo shoots. <laughs> photo shoot playlist. Um, I'm just glad I wasn't totally wrong about that. Oh, but no. yes, married Cameron Diaz. Okay. Yeah, and she basically left Hollywood. Apparently those Madden boys are magic because the women that they love just kind of, I don't know, like Cameron Diaz left Hollywood for Benji Madden. I haven't been able to wrap my mind around yeah, that. Yeah, I something we don't know yeah don't there's know. something that we don't know in the twin world um so joel really though has seemed like a really calming force in nicole's life um since she's met him the two have had two kids a daughter named harlow in 2008 and a son named sparrow in 2009 Aww. yeah in fact harlow's inspiration behind nicole's mega fashion line house of harlow oh, way to go i knew you would know that so House of Harlow started out as more kids wear, I guess, but eventually becomes this lifestyle brand and one that's done pretty well for her. Yeah. Beyond a fashion line, Nicole has become a published author. She's written oh, two books. Of course she has. Mm -hmm. <laughs> one of which is considered to be a semi-autobiographical novel called The Truth About Diamonds. Which, how is that not colon the Liz Taylor story? <laughs> I know. I was waiting for the title to be more like... 
a new day for the girl who partied all night long or something. Ooh, that sounds like hard night, good day, uh, Mama D and Deandra on Dallas. Yeah, I thought I thought it brought in her. her it's legacy, great. I her love dad. it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Just oh, kicking, in, kicking it around. Great job. <laughs> why I'm here you know just (laughs) just here to to put out book titles (laughs) I'm picking up what you're dropping okay great so it received 4.1 stars on Amazon where one reviewer called it the worst piece of crap I've ever read (laughs) it's I I'm I'm really here for these one line zingers that are just like just no I can't yeah worst thing I've ever read (laughs) I love it I love whenever it's like okay question mark I'm like well don't (laughs) You don't mean it. Or the five stars that are only one star. They're like, this is the greatest thing I've ever said, read. And it's one star. And you're like, what? what some happened? people don't understand the rules of reviewing. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a fun story. My father-in-law, my husband did some like uh, website work for him, uh, for his company. And he, my husband said, could you just review me? And he's like, sure. And he goes, Melissa, look at this. And he gave him four stars. I was like, why would he give you four stars? And he asked him, he goes, well, four stars looks more honest. Like if I do five stars, people won't believe it, but it's like nepotism. (laughs) But he was just like, no, I so adorable. Isn't it? But he was like, the only person that tanked my ratings is my father. (laughs) (laughs) That's really cute. Yeah. He's, he's great. But Nicole writes one more book and this one's called priceless. I mean, you had to pay at least fourteen ninety nine for this book. So who's no it subtitle? Priceless? No, 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 no colon to be found. Just priceless. Because to me, again, you got to kind of like incorporate who you are to people. And she is of simple life fame, so it would to me it should be like priceless, the not so simple life to luxury or something like right. that. Nicole, have your people call my people. I know. <laughs> We're basically looking to get you more business in copywriting yes. and stuff like that. That's all we're doing. I am here. I am for hire. Yeah. <laughs> so this book is released on September 28th, 2010. Did you happen to read it? No, it existed? I did not. Okay. I did not. Yeah. Didn't know it existed, but I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, me either. Good so, for her. Yeah, exactly. So this one seems more upbeat, and it's about a girl who loses everything and finds out what really matters. Oh, it's a novel? It's a novel. These are both novels, by the oh, way. Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought these were memoirs. My bad. Titles retracted and redacted. Well, I still think she could do it. No, the first one was more, uh, it was It was said to be semi-autobiographical. So Like was, Tinsley's book. Yeah. It, oh, gosh. Yeah. Back to that. <laughs> but I feel like this plot is kind of like from Britney Spears' song, Lucky. That's, that's oh, what I gosh. got. I got Lucky vibes. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> I missed that these were novels. No, okay. sorry. I, I, there's a chance I skipped that whole sentence. I'm just... I don't have my glasses on. So Nicole hasn't just taken on writing and fashion and reality TV. She's also taken on scripted roles. She's guest starred in roles on Chuck, Eve, and Six Feet Under. Oh. Yeah. And she co-starred in what is truly one of the most underrated comedies of the last decade. And I'm not kidding. This isn't me being facetious. Uh, Great news. It's on Netflix. I love great news. Okay. Thank you so much. Isn't it Right? I mean, <laughs> Melissa, I'm so happy right now because not a lot of people have seen it. No one's seen it, Rebecca. No and one's I seen it. Tell people to watch it and they're like, okay, but I know they won't. They put it on their list, those lying SOBs. <laughs> I mean, I've done the same thing. Oh, of course. This show is so, it is great. It is a great under, what's the word, appreciated show. And freaking Tina Fey is on it and produces it. Thank you so much. If nothing else from listening to our show, we need you to watch Great News. I'm sorry. Of course she was on it, Nicole Richie. It's all coming back to me now. I didn't even, it, 
I am just having a real moment here because this whole time I'm thinking, what scripted show is she in? I and know. she was great on it. So great, right? I thought the Her same thing. Her character was perfect. Yes. So she plays a co-anchor named Portia Scott Griffith, who's this uber cool 20-something opposite this older, boring newscaster. So funny. Perfect to play this role. I just yeah. sent you a clip that I don't know if we're going to play it, but this is... I say uh, one of these lines all the time. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited that we're talking about great news, and we have to tell everybody to watch it. So this is one of my favorite scenes in the whole thing. Nicole is in this briefly, but the line is just perfect. Hey, tonight we're going out. Honestly, Katie, I'm really not in the mood. Oh, come on. I just got a bikini wax. Well, I accidentally sat on a candle, but you can't argue with the results. Fine. I love saying, but you can't argue with the results. <laughs> oh, it's too good. It's right? so good. It's yeah. so fast. And I think Nicole was perfect. I don't know that I would have picked her for it, but I right. love her in the role. Me she's, too. She's Me too. absolute dynamite and just – Agree. Yeah. Like uh, Tina Fey even said, like her comedic timing was perfect. And you yep. really would think that's a risk to put her on there, but she did awesome. No, she absolutely delivered. And I'm going to say I didn't mind her on Project Runway either, the time she was one of the judges. Right. I thought she had her own opinion. She was articulate. And I enjoyed her. So yeah. good for her. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you haven't <laughs> if you haven't checked that out, our show this week is not sponsored by anyone, but great news <laughs> in our brains. So please. Oh my gosh, I wish. I know. I know. Just us trying to bring it back. The whole purpose of this show just becomes us trying to get a third season. They need another season. I know. It's great. So Nicole, though, as uh, Rebecca was saying, hasn't really shied away from reality uh, reality TV completely. She's been on pro Project Runway. She's been on a couple other fashion shows, and I did not write that down. Sorry. But she also had her own reality show on VH1 called Candidly Nicole. Oh, I don't remember yeah, that at all. Yeah, it runs from 2014 to 2015. It reminded me very much of the Tory show on VH1. Like, there's this time when VH1 goes into this, like, weird scripted, unscripted reality for a little while, yeah. you know? And so yeah. it felt like she was playing herself is basically how I felt about that. So it's it's about her, you know, life and her day-to-day -day world, doing things like keeping bees and rapping. Are, oh, I, I have heard about this. Twins, rapping, and France is Paris. That was my third clue. Paris, oh, Melissa, France. you really were sneaky on this one. I know. I really could have no, just said good. nothing, and people would have guessed just as much. Actually, somebody wrote me, and they had guessed The Simple Life. Would you they believe did? that? Yeah. My somebody I saw wrote in and was like, all I'm getting is Beyonce. And I'm like, I want to know how your brain works. <laughs> I, I wish it was Beyonce, but I don't see it. No. <laughs> that would actually be really good. I like it. So she also ended up having a show on Quibi. Do you remember Quibi? I do. Here today, gone to Quibi. <laughs> it's uh, it was going to say that was a short-lived, like, what well, it was like short, it was like digital TV. Right. But wasn't something. it like the whole idea was 10 minutes or 15 five minutes, minutes? Something like that. Or, yeah, maybe shorter. Very short. Um, it started off really strong for one day. And it started in the pandemic. That was part of the problem, I think they said, that was that it was, it came out during the pandemic. Got lost. But also, I think, like, it's great time to blame something right like what happened absolutely we can blame everything. the pandemic <laughs> <laughs> yes so she has a show on quibi and it's called nikki fresh which follows her rap career yeah as nikki fresh like which is her rapping alter ego and so she uh -huh. raps songs called things like the bees tea which is about 
Saving Bees and Parent Trap about parenting. And she's really good. It's not my cup I'm of not tea. surprised. I She's so witty, funny. She's smart. I could see her coming up with some quippy right? verbiage, yeah, if you will. For sure. Yeah. So that's really all I have on Nicole. I... Uh, I enjoyed really learning about her. She has had a really fascinating life. Just even how she became a Richie was really fascinating to me. But she is underrated, I think, as far as like comedic actresses. I I cannot emphasize enough. Please, will you guys watch Great News so we can all talk please, about it? <laughs> please. Yeah, we'll do like an Instagram live watch party. We Ooh. should host a Netflix watch party. Oh, yeah. And force everybody. Yeah, it's, it's not a... Like, will you volunteer to watch it? We're just going to do. Yeah, no, only this. come if you're willing to watch yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you'll thank us later. So don't be all like for sure sassy about it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Just <laughs> no, I'm I'm totally down with that idea. And I really enjoyed learning about her too. I didn't know most of that. I find her toddler to Lionel Richie's daughter story like blowing my mind. Right. Um, is she still married to Benji? Yeah, or she's married Good to Joel, them. and they've been married. I mean, since, sorry, it's okay. Yeah, they're they've Madden, been the twin. married since either two thousand eight or two thousand nine. So they've been okay. married for a while, and seems he seems to stay out of things uh, like her projects and Smart. stuff. Yeah, but I think yeah. that's why those kind of work. I think that's why Benji and uh, Cameron, not Hillary Duff, work because they're not all in each other's space. Business. Yeah, letting them Trying. be their own person. Right, right. It's like you know Melissa and Joe Gorga having that conflict right oh, now. You gosh. don't want that. Oh, Not enough room for the two of them on one yeah. screen. Yeah, Joe Gorga is getting a lot of hate this week, but I'm also seeing his Instagram posts. They're truly my favorite. His inspirational stuff. My favorite slash the worst. Oh, yes, the worst. Somebody they make no sense, and the photos, the juxtaposition, all of it. It's like, who is your team? I have to know it's, who's doing your social. It's literally somebody saying, "Send me all the pictures of your muscles, and we're right. just going to put BS on top of them." And he's I'm like, "Slap sure. some." Faux inspo on top. Like who goes to his page and is like, I- I'm inspired. I'm ready to take on the world after I saw his biceps and a post about no passion in your life. No. I mean, now I have to like look at one because some are just so. Um... Oh, Rebecca, there. If you're not following Joe Gorga's Instagram, like follow it, but not to give him more followers. Like just search it from time to time. Some people I will not follow, but I'll just search them from time to time. Oh, yeah. You can just check in. There's no shame in that. But did you know, Melissa, that some people hate you because somebody lied to them about you? Oh, no. That's from Joey (laughs) I thought you were going to read like an Instagram message or something that... Did you know, Melissa, some people hate you? And I was like, this is not going oh, the yeah, way I Oh, yeah, this is wanted. a new segment on the show. Did I not tell you? I'm going to read all our hate mail out loud. That's only about you, which we never get. So just kidding. Did you know people hate you? I really just had a moment as an Enneagram 6 that was a little like... You got a little The dog warm. that sees yeah. all the things flashing before its eyes. Yeah, that was a lot. Uh, yeah, he's very inspirational. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that was amazing. Um, and I also the... The reality show firestorm. I mean, that was like a lot of juicy right? reality show info. Yeah, yeah it's really good. Good. I'm I'm glad. I'm so glad to be done. As much as I loved presenting it to you guys, I pass the torch <sighs> to you, Rebecca. Cannot wait. Oh for what you boy. Have next. Yeah. I, what do I have next? Is it? It's a good question. Um. No, it's always really fun to be on this side of the mic. We've talked about yeah. it. Like when it's not your week to go, because you just get to like enjoy listen. the story. 
cheer you on mm-hmm. and, you know, just in, exactly immerse yourself in the whole experience, um, which I did. And now I'm back to reality and you're going to ask me what my clues are soon. Yes, I am. And now I'm going to start panting. Yeah. Okay, Rebecca, what are you watching this week? I know you're watching TV. I'm not even going to say, are you watching anything? Because let's be honest, we're both watching TV. I'm always watching TV and I'm watching so many things right now and they're all so different and I like all of them and I wanted to share all of them with you for different reasons, but I can only pick one and this is the one I'm picking. Which is a rule we made, by the way, that you could break. (laughs) It's true. I'm like, my boss is going to be mad at me, like looking around. Um, No, no, it's fair. Let's not overwhelm. Sure, of course. This is what I watched most recently. Okay. So it's a good one. A good one to talk about, I should say. Perfect. Uh, three clues. I never know whether to make this part of the clue, but the category would be like a reality competition. Okay. First clue, B. Okay. Second clue, HBO. Oh! Third? God. Do you know it? No, if you know based on two clues. Is it the Bethany, New Bethany It is. Do you know the name? Oh, I know it made me roll my eyes. Go ahead. What is it? It's... The Big Shot with Bethany Frankel. Yeah, it made me roll my eyes. It's essentially The Apprentice, Bethany's version, right? She's looking to fill a role in her company, and it's a reality show competition to get that role. Yeah, and wasn't she on the – she was on The Apprentice, the Martha Stewart one, right? She was, yeah. yeah. Okay. I haven't – what do you think about it? I think there's only two episodes out, and I watched them and really enjoyed watching it. Um, I like a competition show that's not sporty. That's not like survivaling. Uh-huh. I, I enjoy And it's kind of a little bit work. I do ish, right. you know, so she's looking for people, with certain skill sets, a few of which I have yeah. not, not mostly I, she's watchable. She's funny and smart and quick. Yeah. So, she's very quick. but she's also completely insane and like really takes up a lot of room you know, right. a lot of space in a room, but can't stand people who do the same. Yep. I mean, she was had the audacity to talk about how loud a guy was speaking. And I was like, have you heard yourself? Right. But I'm enjoying it. And so she's trying to fill the VP of operations. So mm. this is like a very important role. And I'm like, is this real? You know, of course, I'm always trying to figure out, like, is this just a big scam? Right, right. The challenges are so fluffy. And I'm like, a VP of operations is like the person behind a desk in a room that cannot be bothered right. with all these shenanigans. So I don't know if they're really going to fill it with these people, but it's it's kind of fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, I need If you I have HBO. Yeah. If you have HBO Max, watch it. But if I you don't, yeah. <laughs> don't get it. Don't get it for that. Get it for a million other great right. shows, but not, not for that. Yeah. I was also thought that was an interesting network to put it on. It is, but I'm sure that Bravo is like you do Housewives or you do nothing here. We we don't want uh, it. That's true, but HBO is such a like a heavyweight. I just was like kind of impressed. Yeah. I was like, wow, interesting. Yeah. But um, I'll keep watching. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what minion gets this job. It's going to be tortured. Right, exactly. Okay. So, How about you? So I am watching. It's on Paramount. Mine is. Wait, wait, wait. On Paramount? On Paramount. Whatever the Paramount app is. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know they had an app. Don't don't get it. I will tell you okay. that. There's no reason. I only have it for this thing. And they play like okay. some old uh oh actually they have like old um 16 and pregnant and stuff. So sometimes I find myself okay. dabbling in that area. So okay, so it's a competition show. Oh, we have a theme. With the elderly. And uh it's on Paramount. Not really the elderly. It's 
these aren't great clues. Can I have one more hint? Mark, Hisella, yes. Um, Alton, uh, Real World Las Vegas, Real World New York, Road Rules. Oh. No, I don't know. It's the Challenge All-Stars. Oh, oh the Challenge All-Stars. It's not the Real World Reunion it, reboot. No, but that's on the same no. app. That's like how it now, kicked off. Got it. That's why I've heard Paramount right. recently. Okay. So this actually is okay. a competition, a physical competition, much like you hate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, can't I just like use do something with technology? I know. But this is so fun. So it's it's people from years past. I, I want these are whenever the road rules in real world would come together yeah. years ago. Yeah. And so you're seeing these people that you watched, you know late teens, early 20s, and where they are now, which is where I said elderly. Yeah. I'm the same age as these people. I'm totally kidding. Yeah. When you said that, I'm picturing, you know, octogenarians yeah, no, competing. No, 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 no. It's <laughs> Nothing was I coming feel. to mind. Well, one time uh, Beth was competing. I don't know if you remember Beth from Real World. I can't remember which one she was on, but she's just I like, remember Beth. yeah, she's just like a staple in all these things. And they are having her compete in something. She's like, guys, I'm not kidding. And she says to the producer, she's like, you have to let me stretch. I'm old. I have to stretch first. <laughs> It's no lie. It isn't. And they play the greatest music. It's all music from that time. Like, when's the last time you heard Uninvited by Alanis Morissette? Oh, that's fun. Such a good song, right? And so I had that playing today. So it's just like this nostalgia. It's perfect. I love stuff like this. So it's it's made for me. Yeah. No, that sounds really fun. Yeah. I like that we both did um, competition. Yeah. Very. uh, We went in different directions. But yeah, no, those are both a lot of fun. Yeah. Good ones. Yeah. All right. See ya. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to add these to our fake list. It's okay, Rebecca. Yeah, I know. We're not going to make that. Mm-mm. We don't have to do this to each other. Paltry promise no. to each other. <laughs> We're beyond that yeah. now, Melissa. <laughs> I still want to know if you saw the love. Um, what is Made for yes, love. Did you see that? No. Oh, forget it. I told, no, no, because I told my husband about it. He's like, oh, no, that sounds interesting. And we just have not had, we haven't watched anything together in a while. I think I'm saving it to watch with him. Did he watch Bethany? Absolutely okay, not. Okay, good. I was going to say, if he, he watched Bethany. I, no, no. I opened my laptop and started it, and he left the room and came back with my AirPods and threw them on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, noted. Yeah. Uh, at least he got them for you. That was nice. Yeah, no, that was really considerate. <laughs> I'll charge him whatever. Just please make this stop. Yeah, he is not, not a fan. No, I get it. Rebecca, what are your clues for next time in two weeks? All right. I decided to just go a little more mainline with my clues. Okay. I feel like sometimes they're too obscure and maybe it'll be fun to get some guesses. Okay. Yeah. Yours were so hard. (laughs) Sorry. And I feel like mine are usually just weird. So how about this? Okay. One season, sisters, Orlando Bloom. Ooh, I like what you threw in there at the end. Okay. I think I know what it is, but I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm pretty excited too, actually. I'm enjoying the research very much. Yay. Well, that sounds great. I'm so excited. And so we will be back in two weeks. Before we go, Rebecca, where can people find you on the social media? You can follow me at Dialogue Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's at D I E A L O G U E P O D, or my website is RebeccaSebastian.com. Very cool. How about you, Melissa? You can find me in my house. Well, don't find me in my house. You can find me at uh, Moms and Murder 
on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. But please don't go to Facebook. I don't want to be there. None of us want to be there. I just said it because it's there. Right, you have to, but, you know, do you want to be there? Nobody wants to be there. We're just stuck there. Yeah. So Twitter I'm more active on, and so uh, you can find us there. And Criminality Show will have links in the show notes where you can find us. Come talk to us. Let us know if you've watched great news. Let us know if you want to watch great news. And um, it will be great news when we can all watch it together. Oh, that was beautiful. Also, I'm really enjoying at Criminality Show engaging with people. So do do follow yes, us. There. It's a lot of fun. So much fun. Yeah, leave us a rating too if you haven't already. Please do. That uh I do I mean, I know we both read all the reviews. So you see there's a new review, you hold your breath because like Apple tells you, you know, the number's gone up and you're like, well, tomorrow I'll see what it is. And you look to see which if it's a one star, if it could possibly be, and hold your breath if you want to read it. We're both fine. We're both totally fine. This is normal. Yeah. Yeah, Don't worry about it. So yeah, do that. That'd be great. And we will see you back in two weeks with Rebecca's new story. And I am going to just edit and take a break. I'm going to enjoy it. Sounds like a plan. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Criminality. If you're enjoying the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and give the show a rating and review. The reality is it would be a crime to keep your thoughts to yourself. And come join the fun outside of the podcast and follow us on social media. We are at Criminality Show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Memes are welcome. We'll see you in two weeks with a new episode. Until then, you can catch my co-host Melissa on her weekly show, Moms and Murder. And Rebecca Sebastian on her podcast, Dialogue, a true crime conversation. Don't forget, loving reality isn't a crime.